Between Dads in a Minivan, we're coming in hot here because I had, hit, hot. I had to hit record just for the simple fact that we got a domestic dispute Jeez. going on in the Wolf house. I want you guys to hear this. <laughs> you hear all the... Man. That's my wife cracking eggs in the in the trash can right now. No, we don't Look. hear anything at all. You don't hear that. You're good, girl. Keep doing your thing. Keep cracking Make your eggs. Make my breakfast in silence, woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not for me, though. It's for her. It's not for me. Mom, poor Milo. Ma, where's the Milo? Well, that's Anyways. So funny. Well, welcome so, back to another episode of the Three Dads in a Minivan podcast. Ed, Greg, Kev, we're all here. A week we late. A week late. Listen, we didn't record last week. I think people know already. They just like, oh, okay, you know, I'll just check it out. I'll see it. The, it, it, it here's the deal. If you sign up Wait, for notifications. We didn't record last week? No, we did oh, not record last week. You bums didn't want to. I offered. Nobody wanted to record. I don't even remember the offer, to be honest with you. I, I offered. So um, I feel like this is what it feels like to be retired. You know, when you don't have a job. <laughs> you are retired, technically. Well, that's you what are. I'm saying. Like, you don't have a Dude, sometimes I don't even know what day of the week it is. Yeah. But I. Well, happy Thursday to everybody out there. Is it? Oh, it is. Is it? No, it's Wednesday. I don't even know what day it is, bro. Either you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like COVID. That did happen during COVID. COVID, I didn't know what day was what. Did you? Yeah. When the shutdown no. happened, like no. the, for the two months or whatever, you could even go to like Publix without, you know, having to wear a hazmat suit. I see. We still worked. So that, that I was still on a schedule that yeah. didn't really affect me. It's now that I'm all messed up. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So what's going on in the uh, Stifler household now that uh, you've had a, a little bit of time to decompress from the uh, radio gig or like, what's the deal now? What's the world like? Um. Well, I mean, like I've told everybody, it, it, it almost feels like, you know, you. I think I told you guys this. You, you've. I feel like I was just released from prison. Yeah. You know, not in like a not not in a bad way, but it's like think about it. Somebody that's been locked up for twenty some odd years. You come out, the world's different. Right. The way we move is different. The way we communicate is different. Uh, and you know, and I'm specifically talking like jobs and mm -hmm. the way jobs are is now different. The way you work, the working just atmosphere is so different now so it's an it's an adjustment just to um you know kind of see how that kind of that world is now and um and i gotta be honest with you I, I, you know I, I spoke with ed a couple days ago and you know you you think you think once you get out of doing what we've done for as many years because you know greg you went through it ed you went through it when that is no longer there is a really weird adjustment period that yeah. um you're not really ready for unless you started pre-planning an exit and had like an exit strategy in place before right. you got the big boot you know and you know, for me specifically, and, you know, I feel like Greg, same thing, you know, Ed, your situation was a little different just because of the position you had at the station. But I feel like as long as, you know, I and, you know, Buckwheat had that show and were on the air, you really sit and think, um, and I don't feel like it's a delusional you know, me being delusional, but you built this brand 
and you have had, you, you know this this successful show for so many years that you kind of think the phone will ring a little bit more than it actually does when you get let go and it's it's you know it makes you question you know kind of how good were I don't you think really? so dude I I mean I think honestly I just think that the industry is not the same when you start. It's not. Right? It's definitely so, not. Right. So to tag along on that point, when I got Lego, um, the phone did ring, right? Because there were industry trade magazines, radio online, sure, sure. all access. Like I feel like all of those have gone to the wayside in the last couple of years. So there was more of this connected community in the radio world. So like you said, when I became a free agent that went into the trade mags and then the PDs were calling from across the country and I'm getting flown to Minneapolis and new Orleans and all these places to go meet with program directors, which ultimately I didn't take any of those jobs and ended up working for the lightning. But I just think that if it was 12 years ago, 10 years ago, and this situation happened to you, yes, I think, the phone would be ringing and you would be getting calls and there would be PDs knocking down your door. I just think that we're in a different world with that industry. And um, unfortunately for you, I just think that the connectivity with all these other PDs across the stations and across the country, the landscape has changed with that industry. So I just, I don't think it's you personally. I just think that the, that world, the radio industry, it's just, it's not the same that it was. They're not looking, they're not actively pursuing other talents in other markets, unless your name is Ryan Seacrest, Elvis Duran, like, sure. you know what I mean? That's a breakfast club. I just, I, that's where I feel things are going. So, uh, you know, just stick with it, man. You'll figure something out. It'll come your way. Well, eventually. Thanks for the pep talk, man. You gotta be. Sorry, dude. Well, if, you, if you're bored and you're looking for entertainment, you can always just roll around in the Groovy 4000 with me because we had some entertainment yesterday just going to a Wendy's. Oh, <laughs> man. Here comes a There's always a fast food story when it comes to Ed and an Ed experience. Do we have a new Ed experience that's happened this week? It's not like a crazy one. It was just so funny. Me and Abby, we were, we were running around doing a whole bunch of errands yesterday, and then I had to pick Eddie up, little Eddie up, and I had to get Abby to work because she had a doctor's appointment that ran late, blah, 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 you know, parent-dad life stuff. And we roll into a Wendy's, my neighborhood Wendy's, which is always that place is just my neighborhood Wendy's. <laughs> well, well, this one, it's it's a hodgepodge of characters. I can tell you this right now. Like if they ever put a video camera up there, the thing would get hits because it just. And I've seen the people like I know the guy who usually works the drive through and he's a character. And now and he knows you. Hey, he, Ed, come on in. You got the right. You want the use? <laughs> No, he doesn't. He's weird, bro. He's weird. Ed walks but, into the neighborhood Wendy's like, like uh, norm, norm from, norm from Cheers. Cheers. Hey, hey, get that. Uh... Ed, doing the Baconator tonight? Nah, just gonna do the son of a Baconator. But thanks for asking. <laughs> What's the difference between the Baconator and the Baconator and the son of a Baconator? <laughs> the Baconator is like two or three patties, and the well, no, the Baconator is three, I think, and it's more bacon, and then the son of a Baconator. Kevin's face looks like he's about to have a stroke. And then the son of a bacon is a little smaller. Wow. No disrespect, Wendy's, because I love your Frosties. I love your, you know, your cheeseburgers. I love everything you do there when I do (laughs) occasionally eat there. But the Baconator sounds like a heart attack. And the son of a Baconator sounds like a stroke. (laughs) And they're both delicious. They're so fun. I'm sure. 
I bet they are. So, okay. so anyway, so we're waiting online, and there's only like one other person in front of us, and I'm wondering what the hell's going on. So there's a person at the counter. So you know when you at like a fast food restaurant, let's just say Wendy's, because that's where we're. So you, you actually went in the store, not drive through. Yeah, which my daughter's like, why aren't we going through the drive through? I wanted to wash my hands. That's why. Okay. So, so anyway, there was one guy who must. I thought you were trying to get your steps in. No. There's one guy who must have ordered and he was to the right of the counter and he had like his, you know, like his cups, but he was waiting for his food. And there's another guy in front of us and he was waiting to order. And we're just standing. I- I'm not even joking with you. We had to been standing there a solid two minutes. Okay. And you see people just walking around the back and the guys sitting there waiting. Nobody's taking our order. And then this lady comes up to the cash register and she's all like tatted up and everything like that. And she's like. And I'm going to tell you another thing. I'm not going back and forth between the register and the drive through the whole entire damn day. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? What would you like? And I'm like, <laughs> me and Abby, Abby turns around, looks at me like, oh, my God. So then she's like, and then she's like taking the guy's order, but she's stopping and pausing. She's like, where'd Denise go? No, no. <laughs> she's like yelling. She's like. Did you, she let Denise off again? Uh, okay, well, I'm just going to go home. I don't even mind. I'll just clock out right now. Like, she's doing this in front of the whole lobby. And I'm like, holy shit. And it took forever. And then the guy in front of me has, like, all these coupons. This old man, he breaks out all these <laughs> frosty coupons. And he's got a coupon. Future Ed. That's Future Ed yes. right there. He saw his future. <laughs> the ghost, of, the ghost of Future Ed was there in yeah. Wendy's. You beat me to it, Greg. I was that it was right there. Ed went in the store because he said to wash his hands, but it was an epiphany. The (laughs) the hamburger god sent him in there to say that the person in front of you today is going to be a precursor of your future. That old man was sent there for a reason, Ed. That was meant (laughs) to happen. So she's halfway taking the order. She doesn't even complete the order. And she starts turning around and she's yelling, well, I'm going to go see what this, I'll be right back. She goes, she says, I'll be right back. I'm going to go look, see what the schedule says. And she walks away and I'm like, okay, I don't have time for this shit. Like I walked out and the guy behind me looked at me like, where are you going? Like, like I was like offensive, you know, that I walked out in the middle of this fiasco that was taking place. I don't have time for all that. So I, where are you going, sir? Stay right here. Order that damn cheeseburger. It was just, it's, ama- it's amazing to me. Like I was saying to Hazel, I said, it's just amazing to me that the, what is the word I'm looking for? The couth? I don't know if that's the word, but like the, just the, the. Je ne sais quoi. I'm trying to think of the word, but like knowing your surroundings, right? Like right. it's probably not a time to talk about Dolores and who's cutting the schedule. And if you have to go back and forth between drive through and, and front you're counter. Talking fast, you're talking about fast food, Ed. I mean, well, I mean, no disrespect because there's a lot of very intelligent people that work in the fast food industry management and all that. But like, we're talking about fast food, Ed. Like th- these, these individuals, uh, they don't really like their jobs. Let's be real. Like, I don't know a whole lot of people that love working at a fast food restaurant. Wait, there was another guy. I forget to tell you. There's another guy walking around. This is really freaky. Another guy was in the back of the counter walking around in scrubs with a jacket on and a Publix bag. I don't know who the guy was. I don't know <laughs> what he had to do. That was with Denise. That was Denise. That was Denise. You just didn't know it. You just didn't put two and two together at the time. So I mean, it looked like it looked like Dean. It was really he, was, he was only so, back there for a minute, but I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like <laughs> he's just walking around with a Publix bag and a jacket and scrubs. He had blue scrubs on. It was cameras. Wow. Oh god. So when you when you left your um when you left Wendy's, 
Did you end up at your neighborhood Burger King? I mean, where? <laughs> no, right where next. Did you end up going right next door is the Taco Bell, so that's where the <laughs> oh okay. the neighborhood, neighborhood Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> that's where Abby. I didn't uh, even eat. I you you guys would be proud of me. I didn't even have fast food. I was gonna get the Baconator, but I didn't. Oh, you were just so thrown so wait. Off so what from... did you eat? Yeah. So what did you end up eating? Because there's no way you didn't eat. What did I eat yesterday? That's a good question for lunch. Well, obviously, Abby ate Taco Bell. You just came home and ate nothing. Holy Jesus! I can't remember what the hell I ate. Wow! Can you make a sandwich? Nothing leftovers. I didn't. I didn't eat Taco Bell. The whole thing of Oreos. (laughs) But you (laughs) forgot because it wasn't real food. Yeah. The sleeve. I'll just take the sleeve. Real quick, not the harp on food. That's a snack. But you know what looks really good, and I'm not even into the thing is those Dorito Loco Taco things or whatever. Those are pretty good. That's never had one. It's a Dorito shell. Pretty delicious. Yeah, Kev knows about those. I don't know. Pretty, pretty delicious. Uh, so, I'll tell you that. So one more from that story into what my actual, uh, I want to throw a topic out there. And I think we've delved into it. Maybe we've done it. Greg even brought it up. He thinks we've done this before. And if we have, so be it. It was a long time ago and it was in the sure. van. It wasn't on the podcast. <clears throat> but we came home last night. Speaking of Abby, she had to get like her desk chair set up. And I don't build stuff in the house. And Hazel goes, just just give me the wrench and just give me the screwdriver and this and that. I'll just do it. And so I just took the instructions and I was sitting there. I was like, all right, you take, you know, segment A and put it with segment B and match it all up. And meanwhile, Hazel is there screwing everything and holding everything. And I was sitting there like just with the instructions. And and I got to be honest with you, like I felt like a puss. Like I felt like, (laughs) well, I just... (laughs) I mean, but I suck at building stuff. Like I just suck. I suck all those dirt. I know they give it to you like detailed instructions, like match J six with four, two and right. It's, it's, it's basic instructions. Like a five-year-old could do it. And that's why they give you like real tools. No, it's it's like the fake stuff that they include with the package. Like the, how, how do you not, it's like putting Legos together. Yeah, dude, you've never done a Lego set in your life? <laughs> I'm sitting there crisscross applesauce with the friggin' instructions on my lap. And I go, oh, look, here are those those big screws that we're looking for. <laughs> like, I'm the helper. Man card. Like, I just... <laughs> Revoke. Revoke. We, roped, we revoked Ed's man card a long time ago, but the fact that you can't even put together a, a, a basic... Um, you know, household, whether it's an item or you're putting together a cabinet or whatever it is, they specifically give you instructions, Ed, to do the play by play so that anybody should be able to do it easily. And like Kev said, nine times out of 10, they provide you the tools or they'll tell you, hey, you need a hammer and a Phillips head screwdriver. Ed, do you know the difference between a Phillips head and a flathead screwdriver? Good question. Yeah, one is made by Phillips and the other one is... (laughs) Which is made by Flathead, <laughs> Mr. Flathead Corporation, Mr. Phillips. Oh my god, that's a great question, though. I don't know why they call it a Phillips. I'm sure we have to Google that, but you don't know Mr. Phillips. <laughs> He's been around for decades. That guy, Mr. Phillips brand. Come on, Ed. Well, I my my, you know my the difference s- between a wrench and a ratchet. Yeah, one you use Whoa. for a sink, and the other one you use to get loose on the dance floor. <laughs> oh boy. So I have a question for you. What what would you say is the most manly thing you do? That's a good question. That's a great question. In the house now? No, just just in general. 
Because, I mean, us doing this for quite some time now, we realize you don't build shit. Right. <laughs> right. Doesn't do a whole lot around the house. Do you remember when I told the story when he was down the street from me and he called me and he didn't know how to put air in his tire? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Why was I? Why did I call you, though? I wasn't even with you. Because was I, I was right down the street. Because well, you, know, you, you were near close. Him? And you're like, hey, well, I'm in St. Pete. Because he lives yeah, in I'm in St. Pete. And luckily, you were right down the street from oh. me. So I'm, I go, are you serious? Like, you're calling me to put air in your tire? He goes, yeah, man, I I, I don't know how to do it. I, I, I've never done it. I go, what? The funniest thing is I do remember you coming to meet me. That was actually really nice. Yeah, because I came to, to put air him. in your tire. <laughs> you went to meet him? You couldn't yes. even just give him the play-by-play on the phone? I tried to. And he was like, what? What do you do? Wow. What? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's the it's the little thing you see sticking out from the tire. You unscrew it and you put the little air thing in and you press play. But That's nobody it. ever told me until I think Kev told me. And if it wasn't Kev, oh yeah, it had to be Kev. So nobody ever told me there's numbers on the tire that you have to go off the numbers, otherwise you could blow the tire up. I mean, it's going to take a lot to do that. But I think I would like to put in a request for the next. Maybe weeks or two, however we can do this. But I am asking that we please get Ed Sr., your dad, on this show just to talk to your dad. Just because there's questions we have now about you growing up and, like, you know, what dad didn't teach you. Over, like, I feel like we need to have Mr. Groovy on the show because there's just a lot of questions we need answered about Eddie. <laughs> so before you answer the question that I that I asked... I just had like an idea of like a always sunny episode. Okay. And it's the title of it is Ed tries to get his man card. Okay. And we go around and we film him doing all that type of stuff. stuff. Bro, that would be so awesome. I don't know. I don't know how to do shit. I didn't even know how to mow a, use a lawnmower until I was like 22, 23. But I'm good now. Do you know how to use a tape measure? Yeah, I know how to use that. I would say the most manly thing that yeah. I do, probably. I, mean, I know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. The most manly yeah. thing I do hold is on. I probably take my car to the car wash. That's probably the most manly okay, thing. Okay, hold on, because I just happen to have a tape measure here, Ed. Do you know what the little lines stand for, Ed, on this? I mean, not the inches. Do you know what the other little lines stand for? Yards. I'm done. Nailed it. Meters. Submeters. So so you I like that idea. The most manly thing you do mm-hmm. is take your car to the car wash. You don't wash it yourself. No. You drive it through a tunnel. No, yeah. I, I don't even drive it to the tunnel. I do the hand-washing one where you just drop it off. But the thing is, the reason why I think it's manly is because I clean out the car before I bring it, and I'm the one that does it. Hazel doesn't so, do it. So the, I do okay, both so cars. The, so the most manly thing you would do is vacuum the floorboards. No, I bring it to the hand-wash guys. They do everything. They vacuum, yeah. they polish, so wait, they So rims. you just drive the car there and drop it off. <laughs> but I clean out the car beforehand. What oh, you throw mean? the trash away. Yeah. Oh. And I do take the, I actually take the trash to the curb. You take the sheet out as well of the Groovy 4000? The sheet's the sheet gone. There? She's been gone. Oh my God. The, the sheet, sheet has been removed? Yeah, we removed the sheet during COVID. 
Maybe the sheet was causing COVID. Jeez, yeah, for as long as that thing's been in there. So that's what you feel, honestly. And come on, that is not the most manly thing. I mean, because yeah, I, I cook. I'm the cook in the house. I feel that, okay. Well, that's okay. I would. I mean, that's better than taking your car to the car wash. Yeah, but dude, I, mean, I feel you like grill? you're trolling us a little no, bit I here. I don't grill. You're not a grill master. Well, we learned that. We learned that with Chef Jeff. I actually saw Chef Jeff the other day, and we were just talking about your fiasco with the raw chicken. So <laughs> we already know. You remember when Ed had a house party for like football, and he did a he did a, like a, a whole peruse of all the food, and I had to stop the video with the chicken because there was no seasoning. It literally looked like he took it out of the package and just put it on a plate. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> So oh, I don't know man. about your cooking skills, Ed. I don't know if that one counts either, dude. Maybe mowing the lawn. I don't, I don't probably... mow the lawn. Oh yeah, you have a you have a lawn guy. Yeah, I know. Not... I know how to mow it. Okay, so that's probably the that's probably it, Kev. Is he so... knows how to mow the lawn? That's his man card. That's the only check mark he has on the man card. Mow I, the lawn. I used to take care of the pool, but I don't do that anymore either. Okay, so, so that's kind of manly. Can't wow. build anything. Don't know what tools are used for anything. It's kind of funny. Uh, now you guys are putting this out. I'm thinking I'm really like going through my head like da, 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 like Lee Majors is like Mission Impossible or whatever. And I'm trying to think of like all the different things that I do around here. And I, I nothing really is clicking that it's like, man, so something broke in the house. Like if like you got mad and like hit the wall, you couldn't fix the drywall. You have no idea how to repair a, a drywall patch. You better Don't ask not. somebody. You better <laughs> ask somebody. <laughs> We're calling somebody. Man, uh, wow. Hayes has got to lay down at night and look over and be like, "Man, I I really won this." I hit the I hit the husband thing. lottery on this guy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Baconators and don't know how to do any yard work. That's great. That's what I've got. Well, what do guy. you What do you do around the house that's so manly, Greg? Ah, uh, nothing really. I mean, <laughs> that that alone. Well, what do you do? What do you do, Greg? <laughs> well, Ed, I fix things if they break. As best as I can, I've done some fixing around here. Uh, I mean, I have a whole. I actually remodeled this house with my dad. If you remember, my dad back in the day, like we remodeled this entire house. Now, mind you, he was the brains as opposed to like your situation. I was the hands, so he would tell me, "Hey, you're going to frame this up. You're going to do this. You're going to do that," and then would show me, and I would do all the work. So. I had no carpentry skills or like drywall skills or I had none of that before my dad and I, you know, worked on this house. And I learned a ton from my dad over the years. But remodeling this house, I learned how to do things. I learned how to fix things. I learned what tools do what and what screws and what's the difference between a nail and a screw. Like there's a million things I learned. Now, that was a long time ago <clears throat> and I would never remodel a house again myself, but those skills have helped me just keep this house in order when things break or things, you know, whatever. And Laura's very good. She's very handsy as well. Uh, so between the two of us, we can get things done around the house. But I don't mow my lawn because I have turf, so I don't need to do that. Uh, but I do yard work if I need to. I've done it plenty of times. So that's pretty manly to do yard work. That's right. I don't work on cars. Don't need to. I don't know crap about cars. Okay, so, so you don't know anything I, about cars either. Ha ha, see? I can put air in a tire. I can wash a window. I can clean my car. I can vacuum. I can fix something. I can tell if there's something wrong in the engine. Like, I'm not going to look at the engine. Oh, I don't know what this little doohickey here does. And like, I know how to check my oil. Do you know how to check the oil in your car, Ed? No clue, do you? You don't know where no. the dipstick is or not? Exactly. So I at least have something on you. 
at least. Mm. And we know Kev knows how to do stuff around the house because Kev also had done some remodeling stuff at his bodega. Yeah, you know I, I I just demoed a, a bathroom not long ago. That's I mowed right. grass every week. I, yep. I, mean, I do stuff. And you got no job. Man. You got to stay busy, man. That's right. You know what? Honestly, I feel like anybody that drives a golf cart, they give off that aura of like, I know how to do shit. Yeah. Like if you drive a golf cart just like around your neighborhood, <laughs> like think about it. You see somebody driving an, a golf cart around a neighborhood, like on a public street, they just give off that aura. Like, I know how to do shit. Like, I'm good with Why? shit. Why? could be it, just an a-hole driving around thinking he's better than everybody. Nah, because a lot of times it's like parents taking their kids to school and stuff like that. Like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good. But why does that make you feel like they know how to fix stuff? I will tell job? you, this is an article from 2020, so it is a few years old, but it says women still handle main household tasks in the United States. So here's a breakdown real quick. Can we break this down to you real quick? Break it down. Make decisions about furniture and decorations. Let's see. Let's go through this real quick in our own house. 100%. 100% women. Yep. In, in your household, between the two of you guys, you guys are your wife, all right? Make wife. decisions about furniture and decorations. Wife. I could care less. Wife. Wife. Laundry. Wife. Me. Mm. You're a 20. I'll, I help. I help sometimes, but then she yells at me because I put things in the dryer that are not supposed to go in the dryer. So I try, but I get yelled at. So that I one, don't do her laundry. You do your own. I do mine. And, and then the sometimes I'll do the kids. Okay. Fair enough. You don't do hers while you're doing everybody else's? Why? No, because they have different clothing and there's different yep. materials. And if you put this bra and panty set and it's got, this is the fabric, you can't dry this fabric. And then I yep. get yelled at. So I tried to help, but then I get yelled at. All right. Clean the house. Wifey. I try. Both. Both. I, I mean, I help when I can. Uh, prepare meals. Wifey. Wife. I can't do that very well. Care for children on a daily basis. Both. Uh, mine are older, but both. Okay, so you know what that's meaning. It's not meaning like who takes care of the kids. It's talking about who basically prepares them for school and all that and picks yeah, them up I mean, from school. and Right, whatever. Gro Whatever's gro needed. Grocery shopping. Both. You both right. go grocery shopping? Yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes she'll go to like Costco because she get you know gets like the toilet paper and the in the you know less expensive or, or more expensive items that you can get cheaper at Costco like paper towels and stuff like that. But like if it's just grocery runs, like yeah, we'll both go do that. Do you ever do a tandem run to the grocery store? Because me and Hazel like have never done that ever in the history yes. of our marriage. Yes, we have. Why? I've Especially if you're preparing like things for like holidays or gatherings and stuff. You kind of no. He said no. She sends me. That's what she does. Okay. No, uh, she's she 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 cheats. She uses shipped. Who oh, your wife? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't like that because like especially if you're like going to the grocery store to buy fruits and stuff, like you like to get your own stuff. You're having somebody else do it for you. I don't know if you're getting the best stuff. And what? dude, I gotta say this whether she listens to it or not, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but dude, I'll get so irritated sometimes because she'll ask me, Hey, do we need this and this and this? And she's sitting on the couch and I'm like, get up and look, you're not even going to the grocery store. That's hilarious. You don't even leave to go to the grocery store. You're grocery shopping on the couch. Like, get up and see if we need it. So she's cool with other people picking out stuff on their on your behalf. Like if it's fruits and stuff, she, they're just grabbing random stuff. You're not getting to look at it, preview it. None of that. Touch you're it, just, feel it, squeeze it. No. Nope. Yeah, none of that. Okay. Well, 
Well, since we're venting real quick, so Hazel and me are the complete opposite. When Hazel goes to the grocery store, I always tell her I get upset. I'm like, please look before you go because she never looks at anything. So she just goes blindly to the store and buys everything. So she'll come home with like, we'll have like four things of milk in here. She'll come home with two more. I'm like, God damn, we don't need more milk. <laughs> like, call me. Yeah, no, 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 Hazel. All right. Uh, wash dishes. Everybody does that. Yeah. Actually, no, me and the wife, the kids don't ever do it. I don't ever wash a dish ever. Uh, Pay pay bills. Me. Wife. Me. Wife. I couldn't even tell you. People will ask me sometimes like, oh, what's the square footage in your house? And I'm like, I I don't know. You got to ask my wife. I I don't know these things. I I used to. (laughs) I used to do the bills. And then I would get irritated doing the bills because I would get tired of looking at her student loans. Uh, so I go, you know what? No, She's not still- anymore. Okay. No, not anymore. But at the time, I was like, I don't even want to look at it anymore. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, there's a few more here, and then we're done. Uh, plan family activities. Mm, that's mm, probably that, wifey. That's me all day. Okay, I'm I would player. lean more towards wife. Okay, uh, make decisions about savings or investments. Me, me, mm, not me. She needs a budget. Keep the car in good condition. Me, me. <laughs> not me. And then the last we know anything about the automotive is not it. And the last one, this is actually actually the keep guard. Okay, so let me go back real quick. I just want to tell you guys something real fast. So all those were all women, except for when I'm saying all women, like women more likely or man more likely or both. Equally, all of those right? were those women more options. likely. All of them were, except for the make decisions about savings or investments. That's more mm-hmm. men. Keep the gar- car in good condition is more men. And then the last one is yard work, which you guys already said you do it. And that's more men, too. So we were right on the money for the last three. And you notice how we were kind of all over the board with the others, but it was mainly the women. So that's yeah. pretty. That's, I mean, it was three years old, that article, but that's pretty spot on with today's standards as far as like where things land. And I think we've learned something big today. We have. That we need to probably change the name of this to Two Men and a Bitch Podcast. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> change it. We get a logo with two, and it's got like a dog sticking out like two men and a bitch. <laughs> That's official for 2024. This and the show fact is that changing. I even just said two men's, I just said two men's. <laughs> two men's and a bitch. <laughs> snap, snap. Come on now. All the way around. Two men's and a bitch and a half five. Ooh, girl. Two dads and a bitch. 2024. They're coming at you. Go put a whole bunch of meat from the baconator in my mouth. All right. All right, Ed. Go Two get yourself a, and a nice bitch. triple baconator. Get your week going, brother. We got to get out of here, man. So thank you guys once again for tuning in to Three Dads in a Minivan. Soon to be Two Men's and a Bitch. I Come hate you guys. I really do hate you guys. <laughs> Love y'all. Peace out. Three dads in a minivan.